0: Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and there's so much that I want to get into today, my friends. So I will very briefly remind you that you can get a free copy of The Universal Truth by going to the website, thealphamalecoach.com and clicking the link in the upper right-hand corner, or you can get there directly by going to thealphamalecoach.com forward slash free book. Brothers, this deal won't last long because... And I know some of you are very excited about this, because in early 2022, I'm going to release two new books, and one of them will be the second edition of The Universal Truth. When that happens, you won't be able to get a copy of the first edition. Now, if you love books the way I do, you might want to take advantage of this offer and get your free first edition copy today. All right, my friends, let's get into the content for today, which is a part of the Impossible Goal Month for reasons you will soon discover. Now, if you've enrolled in the academy, then you know I go much deeper into this concept. So you can really start the detachment process. One of the things I do with my students is personal guidance around exactly what I'm going to introduce you to today, which is a thought experiment that I call the game of life and is designed to help you understand that you're here. On this planet, in this form, as a human being to live the life you're meant to live, not the life you've been conditioned to believe you have to live. I call this analogy, the game of life. As you probably know by now, I teach in stories, I teach in analogies. I do this because the content of the concepts I offer are highly complex. They're highly complex, cognitive, scientific, and spiritual. And as a guide and teacher, I find it more effective to explain through storytelling. Now, the game of life is not the Milton Bradley version, okay? I am not talking about the board game. However, I will use a board game as a part of this analogy. So if you work for Milton Bradley or you are Milton Bradley, and if you're listening, don't sue me, don't litigate me, okay? I'm not trying to steal your trademark. I briefly mentioned this analogy on the podcast last week, and I will go deeper into it here. And I'm going to warn you, brothers, that we are going to get wild today. I'm going to warn you right off the bat. We're going to get wild today. In my own personal journey, I am going deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole of Gnosis, and which each step of the journey that I take, I offer it back for you as a reflection of what's possible for you. Because if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. Brothers, we are all living in a field of oneness, an information field of love and oneness. We are all a part of a universal consciousness and there is nothing different there's nothing separating you from me except for the conditioning except for the limiting beliefs that we have attached to throughout our lives and that's what this analogy is all about but first i want to tell you guys about the alpha state and the beta condition now, of course the obvious reason i chose these terms has to do with the connotation around alpha male and beta male it has to do with the connotation that comes from our past and in our current society the less obvious reason has to do with order of operation. You see, alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet, and beta is the second letter, first and second. Brother, you are an alpha. Your true state is the alpha, the first self, the self that came into this world with you and the self that will leave this world with you. Your beta is not your true self. It is your false self. It's the identity you constructed through the conditioning of the mind. The mind is not who you are. The mind is a tool. It is a collection of memories. So the beta condition is your second self. It only exists as long as you are living a human life, and it will die when you pass on to the next realm with your alpha state. That is why it creates fear, scarcity, doubt, worry, anxiety, and insecurity. It doesn't want to die. It knows it has a limited time on this planet. It is not you. It comes from your second. It is a ghost, an apparition. It is a false identity. And remember that as we get into the content of today's podcast okay so here we go imagine you are in an eternal realm a realm of one time and one space i know i told you we are going to get wild right so bear with me now from here from this eternal realm you are going to be born into humanity like you're in this realm of oneness you are not separate from anything right so you're like this this photon of light and it's you know again photon When I say light, brothers, light has no mass. So even a photon, we talk about it, it has no mass. It has no, there's no thing. It is just pure. It's pure energy. It's pure one. It's everything. So here you are in this realm of oneness, and you are born, right? You say, I want to go. I want to go to Earth. I want to know what it's like to be a human. So you're born into humanity. And what lies before you is a board game. Now, I want you to imagine that what's happening is two things simultaneously. Number one, you have your life of form, right? You have your life of vehicle, your life of body, and that will age. It ages over time. What's happening simultaneously, according to this analogy, is that you're playing this board game. So from the moment you're born... You come out of your mother's womb. You're in. The, you're, you're a baby, right? You're a little baby, and as your body ages, it goes from baby. It goes from a toddler, infant, child, teenager, and so on into adulthood. You on this other world, in this other realm that we're talking about here with this analogy, you're just constantly playing this game. You're in a in a pure state of no aging. Like you don't age at all. You're just always playing this game. Now, as you're born into humanity, what lies before you is a board game. The universe presents you with a board game that is called the game of human life. There we go. I just took it back. So now Milton Bradley can't do anything about it. I just added a word to it, right? (laughs) It's the game of human life. This is your birth, and you will play this game until your death when you return to the realm of sound and vibration, the realm of oneness. So you open this box containing the board game, and you begin to play. Now, in the beginning, you don't know what to do, right? You have no idea what to do because remember, simultaneously, this is you as a baby, You're a baby, you have no idea what's happening as a baby. In this other realm where you're playing this game, you just open this box and there are all kinds of pieces and cards and objects and colors and really cool dice and spinners and fun little odds and ends in the box, as well as a big board that has pictures on it and images and lines and circles and spaces. It is whatever you want it to be in your imagination. It can look like Candyland. It can look like chutes and ladders. It can look like Parcheesi, chess, sorry, clue, risk, monopoly, whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever board game you picture in your mind, that's what we're talking about here, right? A board game with all kinds of pieces. You can have whatever you want for your board and all kinds of fun little items to play with your game with, right? That's what it is. Now, there is also this booklet of words that came with the game. Now remember, you've just been born into humanity, so you have no idea what's going on with this game, or how to play, or what these pieces are for, or what to do with these cards, these dice, the spinner, and so on. And at the same time, you have no idea what this book is for. It seems to have something to do with the game because it came in the box, but it's all gibberish. The first page has some words on it, and the rest of it is just blank pages. But you don't know what these words mean because you can't read, right? Again, you're a baby. You don't know what these words mean. You just have this word. You have this booklet, tiny little booklet, words on the first page. The rest of it is blank. So you start to play. You don't know how you're supposed to play this game. So you just start to play. You just start to have fun. You aren't able to do anything else brother. Remember, this is the game of life. It's not like you can just get up and walk away. (laughs) That would be suicide, right? That'd be literally like I'm done playing. Like That's literally what, what I mean when I say suicide. It's like you're done playing. As long as you are alive, you are playing this game. And you are new to this game. You're a little kid, you're a little baby. As your body ages in the realm of form, right? In the realm of density, you're just kind of playing this game. So this is the beginning. And in the beginning of your life, you're just this baby and then toddler and then child. You have no idea what you're doing. So you start to play as a baby. And you just look at it and enjoy all the colors and the shapes. You know, maybe you move the pieces around or you pick up the dice and you throw them. Maybe you flip over some cards. Maybe you make up some stories about what they mean. Maybe after you spin the spinner a couple of times, you want to count how many times you spin a 10 or you count how many times you spin a three or you try to spin a four as many times as you can. in you know, a hundred times, how many times do I get a four, whatever. At this point, it's all fun. It's all a part of your imagination over time, the pages of this booklet start to fill up. And it's so strange to you. You knew in the beginning that there was only writing on the first page of the booklet that came with the game. And now it seems to come from nowhere. Like out of nowhere, there are more words and more words and more words. And they start filling up. They fill up the second page and the third page and the fourth page. Now, you still can't read the words. You have no idea what they mean, but they seem to appear out of nowhere and fill the booklet. Once in a while, you take a look at this booklet. And you're like, oh, well, there's more here. There's more, there's more gibberish here. And You're just having fun with the game and the objects and making up your own stories and engaging with your own limitless imagination and possibilities. This once empty booklet is now becoming more and more full of letters, words, and sentences, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you can't read anyway. So you just keep on playing the way you wanna play, not really knowing what the point of it all is and not really caring because you're having fun and nothing is stopping you from doing what you wanna do. I mean, you're you're doing it. it, you're having a lot of fun. It's fun and there's nothing that anybody can do to stop you. Then one day, you learn how to read the words. How you learn to read is not important. It is a part of life and a part of playing the game. You simply reach a point in your life while playing this game that you can read the words that are in this booklet. Now, again, brothers, because we're talking about synonymous lives here, in the realm of form, you get to a certain age where you start to have beliefs. You start to have belief systems. You start to have thought patterns, and those thought patterns become your ability to read in this realm of the game this is where things start to change in your game on the first page of the booklet at the very very top it says rules from the self these were the words that came with the game right these words were there on the booklet from the moment you opened the box from the moment you were born as a little baby but when you couldn't even read these words were there you remember it was the only page that had any writing on it the rest of the booklet was blank in the beginning Now, you couldn't read at the time, so you dismissed the booklet until this point in your life. And then all of a sudden, you become aware of your ability to read. As in the world of form, you start to become aware of your beliefs. You start to become aware of your thoughts. Now, so you can read this book, you become curious about the booklet. Maybe there's some answers in the booklet. Maybe this booklet will tell you what this game is all about. Maybe you will discover something in here that will teach you about what to do with these pieces and these dice and these cards and this board with all the colors and spaces and pictures on it. So you start to read. And on the first page, you see in big, clear letters, rules from self. This is the first page. And these rules came with the game. They were there with you since the beginning. And you begin to read. You read what they say. And there are only five. Rule number one, love is the law. The law is love. Rule number two, do not cheat. Rule number three, do not lie. Rule number four, do not judge. Rule number five, do not do things you hate. Simple rules that came with the game. These are the rules that are from the self. Once you read them, you realize, hey, look, I've always done that. You look at the board and all the pieces and are happy with the way you've played. You say to yourself, I have been doing this right all along. I haven't harmed anyone. I haven't cheated. I mean, I didn't even know that there was anybody to cheat against. Like, I didn't even know I was playing against anybody. I haven't lied about anything. Everything I have played has been from my own imagination. I haven't judged the way other people play their games. It's been so interesting in figuring out my own game. And I've always had fun. I've always enjoyed myself. Then you turn to the next page. And read the words that didn't come with the game, the words that seem to appear over time. On the second page, and at the very top are big, clear words, rules from others. And these rules are overwhelming. They seem to begin with the rules your parents told you, right? This is pages two through 12, right? In the very, very beginning. Then your friends and family, then your education, then your religious rules, then your rules from society itself, all the governments, all the education, all the environment, everything. It's just the pages of the booklet seem to go on and on and on. There were rules about how to play the game itself. There were rules about what to do and how to use the pieces and the dice and the cards and the spinner. Rules about the board and what it all means and the images and spaces and how to move forward. Rules about the objective of the game and how to win and how to beat other people at their game and how to make your game superior to their game. Rules about what to do when there are more than one player and what happens when you run out of pieces or if you can't move forward anymore. And what seems to be the most confusing is that when you read the rules, there are some that conflict with others. The booklet itself has thousands of pages in it. In fact, you become so consumed with figuring out how to play that you've forgotten you were playing a game at all. The rules somehow become more important than the game itself, but you decide to go back to the game. I'm going to go back to the game and play. You've read all the rules, which seem to continue to grow by the minute. More and more rules are added to this booklet all the time. You've memorized what you can from the booklet, which is now titled The rule book, and you've read that at the very top. But you go back to playing the game. This time, according to the rules that you've read, you set up the game and you start to play. The moment you start to play, you remember, oh, wait, I can't do that. That's against the rules. So you reorganize the pieces and the board and you start again. Then you roll the dice and make your move and you play for a little bit and then it hits you. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I can't do that either. That's on page 867. So you go back and try to find another way to play. You reorganize and you start again. And you do this over and over and over, remembering these little rules that come up from time to time. Eventually, you get frustrated with this game, with this game of life. You realize that there are too many rules and so many of them conflict. You completely forget about what's on the first page. What's on page one? You start to break the rules on page one from the bottom up in order to follow what seems to be the immeasurable amount of rules on pages two through 14,349. Right? So the first rule you break is you start to play a game that isn't fun. Remember that was rule number five. Don't do things you hate. You start to do things you hate. With all of these rules, you they become the most important thing. The game itself is no longer fun. You're consumed with following the rules over just playing the game. You're not using your imagination or having any fun at all. You're just going along with whatever the rules are in the booklet. Next, you break rule number four. You start to judge others for the way they play their game. Maybe you're following the rule on page 48, but the rule on page 2,861 contradicts the rule on page 48, and someone else is following the rule on page 2,861, and so you're judging them for not following the rule on page 48, while at the same time, you're not following the rule on page 2,861. After that comes the lying, right? Rule number three. In this game of contradicting and erroneous rules, you know that you've had to break some of the rules in order to follow other rules, but you don't want to admit that you've been breaking the rules in this game of life. So you lie to yourself and you lie to others. When others start to judge you for the way you're playing, you make up excuses and lie to them through defensiveness. When you see the way others are playing and want to learn their strategy, you lie about the way you play so you can gain their approval and begin to people, please. Then we break rule number two. We begin to cheat. We begin to bend and break the rules, stacking the deck of cards to get ahead or saying we rolled a 12 when we actually rolled a four, taking an extra turn, or maybe stealing a couple extra $500 monopoly bills from the bank, right? The banker turns your head, turns their head. So you just snatch a couple 500s. I mean, nobody was looking, right? What difference does it make if we cheat once in a while? I mean, it looks like other people are so far ahead in their game. They must've cheated too. If they're that far ahead, we know they must've cheated. So I'm going to cheat too, as long as nobody's looking. Finally, we forget the law. We forget rule number one. We break rule number one. Love is the law, and the law is love. And We break this rule. We start to hate ourselves, and we start to hate other players. We kill ourselves with our hate, and we create a cause for killing our brothers and sisters with our hate. This is the universal truth, brothers. When we hate in our heart, we demonstrate that into the world, even if it's a self directive hate, which for violating the other four rules, when we violate the other four rules of the self, that hate is self-directed, but that permeates into the world and it permeates into those around us. We kill our brothers and sisters, we kill our animal companions, we kill our plant ancestors, we kill our environment, and it all comes down from the death of our own soul. Now, look, brothers, <laughs> I'm not an environmentalist, right? Not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about global climate change or whatever. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not an ist of any kind. I'm not a capitalist. I'm not a communist. I'm not a consumerist. I'm not a minimalist. I'm not a Buddhist or a monotheist or an atheist, nor do I believe in any isms. All of the ists and isms are too simple for the complexity that is me or any other human being to fit into. The ists and isms are a part of the rule book, not a part of the game player. They're a part of the beta condition, not a part of the alpha state. However, what I'm saying here is that when we turn against ourselves, when we live in ignorance of our true self, the alpha state, and live a life through the beta condition, through the rule book, we harm the soul of the self. And through the law of oneness, we harm all the things in the universe of form. Now, there are those who seek, and there are those who keep playing, with no change in their gameplay. The former are those who seek to exit the matrix and discover the true self. The latter are those who choose to remain asleep and live a life of conscious or unconscious suffering. And you are a seeker, brother. I know you're a seeker because you're listening to this podcast. So what do you do with this game, this game of life? You're a seeker. You're suffering. You're seeking a path, a way to return to your source, return to the simple rules on page one. You know you can't continue to play the game the way you have been. There is no joy in your life. There is no answers in the rule book that will provide you with the joy and bliss of the truth. The rule booklet is simply a collection of stories that you've accumulated through your lifetime. There are no answers in there. You've looked. You know there are no answers in there. You've been down that road before, as Trinity said to Neo in the first Matrix. You know what's down that road. You've been there. You don't need to go down that road again. You've searched the rule book and played the game up to this point according to the rules the best you could. In a state of suffering, you scream from the top of your lungs, who is writing these rules? How can they just appear from nowhere? And you hear a whisper, you are. In a state of shock and awe, you wonder where this voice is coming from. And how could you be writing these rules? They simply appeared while you were having fun with the game itself. So you ask, who is that? Where did these rules come from? And the universe responds, I am the universe the field of love that supports you, carries you, loves you, teaches you, and exists all around and through you. You wrote these rules with your mind from all the lessons you chose to believe through your development. And so you ask, well, how do I win? How do I win this game with all these rules? And the universe replies, you already have. And so you ask, okay, then how do I beat my opponent? And the universe says to you, you can't beat what does not exist. And finally, in frustration and disappointment, you ask the universe, then what is the point of playing this game? And the loving universe replies, the point is for you to write your own rules. That is the alpha state, my brothers. Check this out. There are two types of players in the game of life. Those who are playing the rules that have been written for them, which keep them in a locked up prison, of have-tos, of shoulds, of need-tos, can't-dos, must-dos, and so on. And there are those who have freed themselves from the rule booklet and are playing the game according to their own choosing. The former are what I have called the beta males and females, living according to their beta condition. These are the many, for they are asleep and dreaming the dream of their own conditioning, unconsciously living out the program of society, government, religion, education, and environment. They go along with the rules that were made by others and that they chose to believe and take as fact. Now, through their attachment to belief and fear of letting go, they have lost knowledge of the purpose of the game, breaking the rules on page one and living a life of suffering. I am not judging their choice of lifestyle. I'm not judging our brothers and our sisters. On the contrary, it is these brothers that I aim to set free. When they are ready to elevate their alpha state, and I'm certain that you are one of these brothers, my friend. I'm not judging you. I love you, which is why I reveal to you the mirror of yourself. There is no shame in living in the beta condition. We all must pass through the beta condition in order to elevate the alpha state. We all must let our beta condition die so that we can be resurrected in our alpha state. I've told you already I'm not a religious man. Don't take anything I say to have a religious connotation. I have no religion because religion is another form of control and conditioning. There is what is alive, which is the light within you. And there is what is dead, which is the world of form and density. Religion is a part of the latter, while your spiritual nature and your true self is the former. The beta condition is our developing mind. It is a required passing of time so that the mind can develop and emerge through its oscillating pattern of growth. However, all things that live must die. This is nature and the cycle of life. Your beta condition must be let go of. It must go to the place of eternal rest so that you can elevate your alpha state from within you. You've spent your life trying to figure out this game, this game of life. Now it is time to understand it. It's time to stop playing by other people's rules and live the life you are meant to. When, brother, when will you stop playing by the rules of other people? When will you let go of the belief that you have to or need to or should or shouldn't? When will you begin to trust, to have faith, and to fully release the unconditional love within you? There are no rules that you have not made for yourself. Oh, you say I have to again. You have to do the things you hate because you need the resources to survive. Do you know how many men I have heard say this to me over the course of my guiding career and how many of those men have since gone on to live the life they love creating more resources than they were doing when they lived doing the things that they hated? Brothers, there are testimonials on the website, and I can always continue to offer my personal story, but that's not the point. The point is not about me. It's not about my students. It's about you. Here is the truth. You are here to write the rules of the game you are playing. That's it. That's why you're here. You're here to write your own rules, to create your own destiny. There is so much conditioning in this world. I am overwhelmed by it all. There are the long-term stories, like working is how you create wealth, the more you work, the more resources you create, the binding of our time to a eight-hour or six-hour or 10-hour work day, five-day work week, the need for education and a degree to be successful. And how about the more recent conditioning, like all the garbage that the medias and the governments and the companies spew out into the world? Stop playing by their rules, my friend. I promise you that you will find what you seek when you detach from who you are not when you detach from the false image you have created for yourself in the world. Start writing your own rules. Reveal to yourself the power that you have to create the life that you are meant to. There is nothing you can't do, and no one can tell you what you have to do or can't do. Let go of the fear. Let go of the doubt. Let go of the worry and just trust. Allow yourself to experience who you really are. Stop being a victim of other people's beliefs And stop being a victim of your own limiting beliefs. All of these are prevarications that you choose to attach to and end up falling short of discovering your true self. You fall short of living through your alpha state. You fall short of living the life that you're meant to live. It is time for each one of us to dig down into the root of our own conditioning. Into the root of those who would aim to control us and shape the world in their image. When we uproot the conditioning, it will be revealed. As long as it is underground, it cannot be seen, and it won't be recognized. When we are ignorant of our conditioning and allow others to control us, those beliefs take root in us and produce suffering in our hearts. It dominates us individually and divides us as a species. We become slaves to it, and it takes us captive so that we live a life that is not our own, doing what we do not want to do and not doing what we do want to do. It is a powerful thing because we don't see it. We are not aware, we are asleep. And now is the time to wake up. Look, I know I get a little wild in my teaching and I know I can sometimes express concepts that might be ahead of their time. I realize that much of what I say is probably only for a few of you. You have to be courageous to detach from your conditioning. It is so much easier to just go along with the stories of your past and the stories of the environment. It is easy to just capitulate to the beliefs of the masses and the media. It is easier to follow the rules that other people have written for you than to write your own rules as you go. I know. I get it. I've been there. This is what the Master meant when he said, Let him who seeks continue seeking until he finds. When he finds, he will become troubled. When he becomes troubled, he will be astonished and he will rule over the all. When the Master said that, you will become troubled. It is because you will realize that everything you need is within you. You've had it all along. You can write the rules that you choose to live for your life. Once you do this, you will be astonished and you will rule over the all. That doesn't mean all people. It means you will rule over creation because you will become a co-creator of your own destiny. Brothers, I want to invite you to enroll in the academy and learn to write your own rules. Learn to live your life and play the game of life according to the rules that you write for yourself. I am so convinced that humans have that power, that gift, the freedom to live the life they choose for themselves, that not only am I a living example of it, I also make a living teaching others to find their own personal freedom and live the life that they are meant to. If nothing else, you will discover the freedom you seek from external authorities, like governments and the judgments of other people. However, what's more is that you will discover your own path the path that leads you to a new life, a resurrected life of truth following the death of the beta condition. When you are ready, brother, I am here to show you who you are and guide you into believing what you're capable of. It is all up to you and you have nothing to wait for. I am waiting for you, my brother. The time is now. Are you ready? Elevate